if you push people away by not acting like a professional business owner, then they're not going to refer you more people. Your groups aren't going to grow. There's not going to be engagement. You're not going to build a team because people aren't going to want to actually spend time with you. Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've got to make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that. Because guess what? Nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the Imperfect Party. This week, I want to give a shout out to Tabitha C., who left me the sweetest review on iTunes. She said, and I quote, Deanna's sense of humor is so fun, and her podcast is the perfect blend of entertaining, inspiring, and practical. Plus, she touches on all my favorite topics. Little heart. Her reminders that you don't have to be perfect to be successful are so encouraging and just what I need in my life on a regular basis. Tabitha, that seriously made my day when I read it. You know, sometimes you start doing things like this, something new for you, like this podcast is for me, and you just don't really know if people are really picking up what you're putting down. So it really means a lot to me when people take the time to let me know that they're enjoying it. So thank you, Tabitha, and thanks so much for being a part of my podcast community. I really want to give some love to the reviews I read online. So if you left me a review, I just might be talking about you on my next episode. Direct sales, MLMs, network marketing, whatever you want to call it. I feel like you either love it or you hate it. Today, I'm talking with Abby Garrison, who loves it, but doesn't always think that people can go about growing that kind of business the right way. She's a leader in her direct sales companies and a business coach who helps other women in direct sales get it right. We've all gotten those messages on Facebook from a person you haven't talked to since high school telling you how excited they are to share something with you. Abby's here today to talk about how to infuse your own personal branding into growing your direct sales business so that you never have to beg your family and friends to help you grow your business again. I feel like I've totally done that before. So this is my official public apology. Sorry, everyone. It'll never happen again. Love you. All right, let's get started. Hey, Abby. Thanks for coming on today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for our conversation because I feel like it's a little bit of a hot topic issue. Like people can get a little hype about this issue. Absolutely. It's something that I get asked about all the time. (laughs) I know. And people are so passionate and a little bit mean about it. If I do say so myself, people can be a little bit judgy. Little judgy, judgy Judy's can come out about this topic. But we're talking about network marketing. MLMs, direct sales, what, what's the proper term? You tell me. All of the above. So all of these different names are actually part of what we would call social selling, right? So any of these companies, this they used to all be classified as social selling markets. That's what they were. Now, different companies label different things and they all have a little bit different definition, but they all can be labeled as social selling platforms. So Network marketing, those ones, they can have a party format where you have parties, where you build a team, you sell product, all of that. Some of them are just strictly, you have your third party, you have your replicated website and people can go buy your stuff and there's not really a party format. And sometimes they have a team, sometimes they don't, but it's mostly just sales. 
direct sales is what most of them are. That's going to be your Jamberry, your um, your Plexus, your um, 31, your Tula 12. All of those things are going to be your direct sales companies. You run parties, you build a team, you sell product. That's direct sales. MLM basically is multi-level marketing. That is the, you build a team. And the more people you have underneath you that are actively working and actively selling and growing their teams, the more money you can make. But all of these are a part of the social selling brand of okay. companies, basically. So, okay, you said peer, or you said the more people you have. Well, I want to say, what is a pyramid scheme? Because I feel like people always are like, oh, that's a pyramid scheme. And I used to get so mad because I'd be like, no, it's not. But I really <laughs> didn't know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know why, really. But I don't, because I guess I don't really know officially what a pyramid scheme is. But, like, what... Go ahead. Fight the people on that. Get get them, girl. Yep. So when you say pyramid scheme, that basically is saying like, okay, I'm going to set up this company and you have to give, you have to do all the work and I'm going to sit back and do nothing. And the more Mm. people that do stuff, the less I have to do and the more money I make. That's pyramid scheme. Okay. Gotcha. The way that multi-level marketing works, social selling, what we're talking about today is it, yes, it is a pyramid, but when you think about it, that's how any company is. You have a CEO and then you have managers under that CEO and then you have workers under them. The way that most direct sales companies and the way that the good ones are set up is say I'm, I'm level one right under corporate, right? I need to make sure that I am consistently selling in order to maintain, maintain my paycheck and mm-hmm. anything my team does is bonus. So that's how that's how I approach direct sales. It's a okay, I need to make sure I'm doing the work and I need to make sure I'm training my girls to do the same and whatever happens happens and it's going it, growth is there and growth can happen, but every person has to do their own job and own their own business. Mm-hmm. So, yes, right now currently I have over 30 girls on my team. I have over half of those are in my level 1s. And over half of them are actively working their businesses. And yes, I make bonuses off of what they do, but I still need to make sure that I'm working too to be able to grow my business. Because if I take a break and don't do my job, then I lose everything. And then there goes that. (laughs) So I need to be working too. Like, honestly, you're probably working. I mean, I don't know. I shouldn't talk smack about like a billionaire CEO, but I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they're more of a pyramid. Like whoever's in charge of McDonald's, like, and the person ringing us up is like, that seems more like a pyramid scheme to me, just saying. Yeah. People need to back off with that pyramid <laughs> scheme. I think it tends to be an excuse of like, oh, I'm not going to touch that because it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And it's not wanting to actually look at it, um, which is why it's I have such a focus on teaching women how to do direct sales better um, yeah. because it definitely can – direct sales gets a bad name, right? And yeah. because of so many um, – because of so many things, and I'm kind of moving along the conversation here, but yeah, um, no, tell me. Well, I want to go over like why? Why does everyone get so mad? Because I have done direct sales. Like, actually, my friends laugh at me sometimes because I'm like surprised. But and to be honest, I've never really done. I'll tell you what I do. I keep interrupting myself. Sorry. <laughs> no I'm kind of like I'm the lady at the party who's like, "How much is the thing I want?" And then what do I get if I sign up? And what's the, like, it's not my discount, but like, what's my, like, like, I'm like, I want to buy all this stuff. So I'm just going to sign up because that's going to be way better, which some, I'm noticing that like some of the companies are kind of positioning like a choice like that. Like you're not like a, a, 
real seller, you're like a personal seller or something. Like, I feel like there's different like levels now. Yeah. So, I mean, I have done Mary Kay. Well, first I started with Avon. That was because I was like, literally I was like 19 and I wanted to buy so many different colors of nail polish that I was mm-hmm. like, I'm signing up to get 30% off these things. <laughs> I did Avon and then I did Mary Kay, which I was pretty serious about because I did go to Dallas for their big conference. Awesome. And then I've done like Jamberries and stuff, but um, like I did Arbonne, but mostly I just, I didn't really like actively try to sell that. And then same with essential oils and mm-hmm. whatever. And now I just have a bunch of essential oils that I never really use, but I'm off topic. So You're why, good. but every time I do it, people are like, oh, you know, or like, I don't know. I think Usborne Books is like, those are cute books. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, heck yeah, I want to have a little party for my friend who's selling it. But then it just feels like the people I invite are like, here comes Deanna trying to sell us a form book. Like, but I'm like, y'all don't like books. What's the problem? So why why do people get so mad when it's like a social Absolutely. social marketing? Would you yep. call it? Social yeah. selling. Social selling social network selling. marketing. Yeah. Why do they get so mad? Yeah. So I think a lot of it is the way that the way that direct sellers are set up. Um, I think a lot of it is leaders look at their teams as, oh, you have to hit all these goals I set for you. You have to sell this many things so I can hit this promotion. Mm. You have to recruit this many people every month so I can do this. And I, I personally hate the word recruiting. Um, I don't use it. I don't use it. I hate it. Um, I use team building. Um, and I'm really big with that with my girls that I, that I, that are in my downline and girls that I, that are in my groups that I'm with for coaching and my clients. Like this is, that's one of my big, that's my, one of my buttons. Um, so I hate mm-hmm. the word recruiting and yeah, it's like, what are you a fraternity or something? Uh, like what are you hazing, hazing them? Like what's going on? No offense it. to anybody listening, any male fraternity boys who are <laughs> listening to this podcast. Sorry to offend you. No, uh, just <laughs> so it's definitely a, there's so much pressure and there's so much expectation. Um, and when, when people first start in direct sales, their first thing that they're told to do and I do a version of this, but I don't do this with my girls. But what they're first told to do is make a list of all your family and friends, and you're going to send them a message and say, hey, I just joined this company. I'm so excited. I would love to have you as one of my first hosts. I would love to have you on my team. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And it's, you push people away. Yeah. And then it's a, the booking blitzes. Okay, we're going to message 20 people today asking for parties. Mm-hmm. And you're going to make your list and you're going to message 20 people. And your goal today is to get 10 no's. Um, yeah, is, that, yeah, they oh, said that in Mary Kay. Get, get the no's. Get the yeah, 10 no's. Yeah, get the 10 no's. Or it's the post on your wall and say, hey, help me hit my goal. And that's when you get the people who are like, I'm your, I'm your friend on Facebook to be your friend. I'm not your friend on Facebook. So that way I can buy from you. And that way I'll be pressured to buy from you or join your team or book a party. And yeah. I don't want to have to keep telling you no. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually. Awkward. You're like, oh, so I'm sorry. Awkward. I don't want to. And I feel bad if you're not going to make your goal. But also I don't. And I'm really exactly. bad with boundaries. So I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. But And then I also think other people should struggle. So if I ask them to host a party, I'm like, ah, that jerk is not hosting a party. Yeah. Like, Because I feel like it can hurt your feelings when, you, when you're framing it like, oh, you're my friends and family and I need help doing this thing which is kind of not exactly what's happening. But then when they say no, it, it can feel sort of personal, right? For the person who's asking. Totally. I, and that I think is one of the big things with, 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 especially with women in direct sales, because we are so tied to our relationships, right? 
Mm -hmm. Um, We think so highly of what other people think of us and how they perceive us. And so when we have somebody that we perceive as a friend or our close family member and they tell us, no, it's like, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Why don't Why don't you love me enough to, to do this? Like, right? Yeah, to have but, to invite a few friends, girlfriends over for some pampering. <laughs> and so we take it so personally. And one of my one of my good blog friends, um, she made a great statement a few months ago. And I seriously, I share. I made a graphic with her statement, and I share it at the end of the month, almost every month now, because I'm tired of seeing it. But she said, "My job as your family or your friend." is to p- support you in your successes, not support you in your business. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's true because seriously, it's, I would much rather a friend of mine refer friends to me that would purchase or want to be a part of my community and build those relationships than them feel pressured to buy. They spend money on product they don't need or they mm-hmm. host a party and then I'm spending my time doing a party for them and they don't want to do a party. So yeah. then the party is a total flop. Yeah, um, you're not worried. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, and then the product that they bought for me is just sitting in their house for months. And who does that benefit? That benefits nobody in the long run. And they're just going to be frustrated with me every time I bring up my business. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I just stay in my lane and I approach it as a business owner from day one, then yeah. there's going to be a big mindset shift because, and I, I can go off on so many different things here, but when, when we as direct sellers approach things as, okay, this is my business and I'm going to run this as a business owner from day one, every conversation you have with people in your warm market, your friends and your family, you're just going to have a relationship with them. You're going to have a conversation with them. And if the business stuff comes up, then great. But then it's a, okay, yeah, things are going great. Hey, if you want to learn more, I'm happy to chat with you about it. Like, here's my group on Facebook. I would love to have you join. Come check out what I'm doing. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. And it's, it's just a conversation. Um, yeah. That's that's one of my really big things is, again, this all used to be called social selling. It was all about relationships. It mm-hmm. was about, let's go sit down with a girlfriend, have a cup of coffee, and look at the Avon catalog, right? Like, yeah. that's, that's what it was. And now it tends to be so sales focused instead of relationships. Yeah. And well, um, the first word in social selling is social y'all. So get it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And seriously, that's, that's why my coaching company, my, my business, that's why it's called Abby's coffee social, because I want people to focus on the relationship aspects of that and not to forget that without the people you have no business. Um, yeah. And that's key. And if you push people away by not acting like a professional business owner, then they're not going to refer you more people. Your groups aren't going to grow. There's not going to be engagement. You're not going to build a team because people aren't going to want to actually spend time with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like you're not going to have any friends either. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Like the scariest route you can go. Exactly. If you do it. So the relationship so, okay. is so big with this. I already know you, but I want people to understand um, kind of what you do. So explain to them, you have like a couple um, facets to your business or a couple passions that you do. So explain to people what you do and how they all kind of work together. Absolutely. So I basically, I introduced myself as a multi-hat wearer and they're Mm -hmm. all sparkly and I love them all. Um, (laughs) So definitely I, I have a lot of things going on, but they do all tie together. So um, back in December, I joined my current um, direct sales company. I'm with Tula 12. Um, I am a, one of the leaders in the company. I'm in the top 12 
right now wow. currently, and I, I love it. Um, I get to help women get more organized, and my focus in there, and this is where kind of what started my whole year, um, my focus with that quickly became helping women in direct sales better organize their businesses and their homes so that way they can focus on the relationship aspects and work smarter with their business and be able to spend more intentional time with their families. And that was the first aspect of this. Then in April, um, my husband and I were talking and I had ordered some gifts for, for a couple of girls in my group. Um, I, we ordered some leather earrings from a friend and my husband asked me how much I spent on them. And I told him and he's like, I can make those better for less. I'm like, okay, well, if you want to, sure. So he went out and bought everything. And next thing I know, we now have an Etsy shop with leather earrings. Um, so yeah, so that helps me because I'm able to, I'm able to gift those to my, my downline and my clients and my friends and my customers. And, um, that was kind of how that happened. And it's nice to be able to have a business thing that we do together. So he makes them, I sell them, and I have an endless supply of earrings, and it's amazing. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm like, my husband is not making earrings. What? Make yourself yeah. useful, Matt. <laughs> I have so many earrings now. It's not even funny. Um, but, yeah, so that happened in April. And then in May was kind of when I had a huge mindset shift, right? And it, it went from, okay, I'm focusing on the relationships with this. My group for, for Tula 12 is like 95% women in direct sales. And I'm talking so much to them about business stuff because they're coming to me asking me how I manage things and how I do things and how this is growing. And in in May, I had my first dollar sales month, um, which was amazing. Um, And I've hit that every month since then. Um, So that's been awesome. But that was when I'm like, you know what? I see an opportunity here and I'm seeing a chance that these women need extra support. And yes, they have their uplines and their uplines are are there to, to, to teach and to train and to coach, but they're running their own businesses too. And there's an opportunity there for, for them to have that, that extra support to be able to be like, okay, how do I grow my business authentically? How do I build my personal brand? How do I connect with others and grow my cold market so I'm not bugging my friends and family? And that's where I saw an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And after having conversations with girls in my downline and having conversations with girls in other companies, that's when Abby's Coffee Social started. And that officially launched in May. Um, and at first it was just a, we would do a chat once a month and it was a basic, a basic training basically now that I look back at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's formed into, I've spoken at a couple company conferences. I've, um, I've done trainings for several teams, over a hundred women from different companies, Um, I do, I have a free community group that I run and we just actually wrapped up a five day challenge on, um, VIP group refreshing. And we focused on, we talked about branding. We talked about, um, group description, how to set up your group so that it's easy to navigate all the practical things with that. And just to be able to get ready for growth in the social selling season for, for the holidays. Yeah. And so that's kind of where all that has grown. Um, and then I recently, um, signed on with Tate and Zoe and that's another direct sales company. Um, I'm a founding affiliate member and my reason for adding them on is again, I'm, everything I do is about those relationships and growing those connections and Tate and Zoe, their big thing is connecting others with gifts and they're a gifting company, but it's just another avenue for me to be able to grow relationships with women that I'm in contact with and helping other women connect with each other as well. So yeah. again, I wear a lot of hats. They all do fit together. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I love what I get to do. Well, dang, girl. So you just started this in December. Like yeah. you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to like be a top seller and then I'm going to just buy some earrings. Oh, I'll just I'll just have an Etsy shop. It's totally fine. I'm going to open my own coaching business and now I'm going to sign up at this new place. Wow. Yeah. You are busy. It's been a very busy 11 and a half months. Like it's been, yeah. it's been crazy, the changes that have happened. Um, but it's well, been I awesome. feel like a slacker. I've been in my pool all summer, so I could have been <laughs> getting myself together, and I was just swimming in the pool. So nice. Um, well, that is really cool. The thing that I think is interesting is some people from the outside, like I think from being on the inside and doing, especially I said I was like pretty into Mary Kay. It's kind of ironic because I it was I was awful at selling Mary Kay, like terrible at selling Mary Kay, but I loved the women I was around. That's why I went to Dallas. Like the lady who signed me up, I went to visit my sister in Clarksville, Tennessee. And then we went to a Mary Kay party while I was there. And so I think the girl was from like Kentucky. Yeah. She's from Kentucky. Is that by, uh, you're, you're learning how awful I am at the map of America. Oh, I'm awful with geography. Yeah. Whatever. She was far away. Like I live in Virginia, but I signed up at the party because I was like, Ooh, the roll up makeup bag. Like I want all the things you just showed me. So let me sign up. But then she drove all the way to Richmond in her pink Cadillac. Cause she was like a high, she was like a high up there, Barry K lady. Mm-hmm. And she came to Richmond and like supported me. And I did my little grand opening. Like I totally sucked at <laughs> selling. And I, I think it was just cause I didn't love being like, it wasn't my, Thing to sell. I don't yeah. mean I was like that passionate about the product, but I just loved all the women I was around. And I feel like it was actually really good training for all the like businesses I've done and just building that kind of stuff. And like you said, networking and not being scared to go into a room full of new women. I'm rambling because that's how much I love Mary Kay. And also I've read her biography, like her autobiography is so good. Mary yeah. Kay, I love her. She's pretty Anyway. Awesome. I think some people on the outside, like some other women would think, oh, that's so lame. But I think it's almost like a little bit women empowerment, right? Like we're all working together. Like I think it's women building up women, but it isn't perceived that way sometimes. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, you're confining people and you have to follow all these rules and you have to follow this structure and you can't be yourself within direct sales, which is why one of my key things that I do is teaching women how to build their personal brand within the direct sales space. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of reps for each of these companies, right? There are very few of them that are still brand new, have less than a thousand. And both the companies that I'm currently with have less than a thousand reps still, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way, like there's a lot of room for growth. There's lots of room to, to really set yourself apart. But especially in these bigger companies where there's 10, 20, 30,000 reps and there's 500 of them within your immediate area, It is so important to set yourself apart and build your own personal brand. And that can be as simple as making sure that your name's on everything. Um, Obviously, following your company's policies and procedures, because every company does this differently. But Mm -hmm. if you're allowed to do so, take your own pictures, make graphics by yourself. Um, Make sure that when whatever you put into text in your group or on your public platform, number one, you're coming across as a professional business owner. Number two, does it sound like you? Um, mm-hmm. So one thing I encourage is read your read your posts out loud before you post them. Does this actually sound like you um, going live in your VIP group on a regular basis? So that way people can get to see who you are. Um, so like with me, like I have coffee in pretty much everything I do. 
So <laughs> people send me random coffee stickers all the time. Like I get mail probably once a month with coffee stickers from one of my customers or clients or just because that's, that's me. Um, yeah. And they'll tag me in funny coffee memes. But now it's a, I, I branded myself that way. So that way they know, oh, a coffee meme scrolls by on their Facebook feed. They think of me. Mm-hmm. And then they think of, oh, she's doing this and this. I need help with this. I'm going to reach out. And that's yeah. happened more than once. Um, so it's definitely important to build your personal brand above and beyond just the company you work for. Um, if you're just copying and pasting everything from your upline or everything from corporate, they mm-hmm. can go to corporate for that. Why do they need to come back to you? So yeah. it's really important for building that personal brand. Yeah, I talk, I that's like what? I talk a lot about too with people is person personal brand and being comfortable to be yourself. Yeah. Like obviously coffee's not like a controversial thing to like <laughs> most people like coffee, but it is part of you. Like I'm yeah. assuming you actually like coffee. You so didn't much. just shake that up <laughs> to like attract other coffee lovers. But it's getting comfortable enough with yourself so that you can share part of your life and as much as you want or as little as you want, but treating people like people, not like um, client, like clients or like you said, recruits or um, subscribers, like your email subscribers, like we're, they're all people, like start thinking of them as people and talk to them like people. And then they're going to think of you like a person. Like I think of certain people, like I see something that's like Buddy the Elf and I'm going to be like, oh my God, my friend who loves Christmas or my friend who loves, you know, like then they think of you as a real person. And I, I mean, I think it's, I just, I feel like I have, maybe I've never heard that social selling, but I'm like, that's what a lot of it's missing. I think okay. that's when people get the ick is when they're like, oh my God, I went to high school with you. I haven't heard from you in yeah. 20 years. And yeah. now you're like, hey girl, just want to let you know, I got yeah. this great hand cream. And I'm like, what? I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, weird. I've had two babies and you didn't say anything to me about either of them. Like yeah. what is happening? Yep. Oh, my favorite thing recently is when people reach out and it's like, I just joined this great company and I think you'd be a great fit. And my response is, hey, girl, I'm actually a coach for ladies in direct sales. And if you want help growing your cold market so you don't have to send out these messages, I'd love to get on a call with you. Oh, my God. Generally, that ends the conversation. (laughs) I was going to be like, that's a great way. They should definitely hire you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's crazy. But I mean, I think there's a lot of those companies that have really cool stuff yeah. too. So it just makes me sad when people are instantly like, nope. Or or I've had people, um, I have a friend who sells Matilda Jane mm-hmm. and I was like doing kids photography at the time. So we teamed up to do like a fun little like, come over, try on some clothes. You'll get a free photo from me. Like Cute. I'll bring it back up. Yeah. So it was like a fun little thing. And one lady came because she thought the person, like she thought my friend was Matilda Jane. And then you could just kind of tell from her body language that she was like, oh, now I don't like this. And I'm like, well, that's weird because you liked it. Like you, you, yeah. you really liked it. And then you're like, oh, it's one of those, you know? And I'm like, well, we haven't done anything. It's interesting to me that people do that. But I think you're, I think you're hitting the nail on the head with like a lot of the people just aren't doing it right. Yeah. And that's maybe why everybody has like not the best taste in their mouth. From and it. I definitely think that like, it's important to stay consistent, right? Because people are watching. And Mm -hmm. we all know those people who join a new company every three months and they send Mm -hmm. out the same messages to the (laughs) same 25 people. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to stay consistent. It's important to make sure that you're staying in your lane and doing your thing and people are watching. Like I seriously had somebody who 
So I joined Hula 12 December 8th. I had somebody who joined my VIP group early January and she just watched. She never mentioned to me anything about joining, never mentioned mm-hmm. to me anything about hosting. She asked me one time to help her make a setup for her. So we talked back and forth for a little bit about what her setup would look like. We, we made a plan for, okay, like she was going to buy in a couple months. She was going to budget it out to make sure she would be able to do it. And we talked back and forth a couple other times, but not about product at all. And mm-hmm. then one morning I woke up and I had an email from corporate that she had joined my team. <laughs> and so, and it was, this was July. So this was months later yeah. and I messaged her and I'm like, did you do this on purpose? Cause <laughs> we didn't talk about this. And she's like, are you drinking? <laughs> I was so confused. And I just want to make sure like you meant to do this right. And you didn't just try to set up a customer account. Like, did, did you mean to do this? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Cause we hadn't talked about this. Like, well, I've been watching you since, since January and I've seen how you've done things and I've seen how you've grown. And I think I can do this too. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So pe- people are watching you, but you have no idea if they're going to buy from you or they're going to join your team. And again, I've had people who've been in my group for months who haven't said a thing to me about product. We mm-hmm. just talk about other stuff. And then all of a sudden I'll wake up one morning and they place an order for dollars the night before. Yeah. Without well, talking you're treating them like people. Yeah. Cause they're going to be like out of that group. If you're like, anyways, what can I, what I got? Totally. Anyways, I have a goal I have to make. Can you please, um, yes. dollars, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Before we go to, I want to know a little bit more about like how, how do you balance having a personal brand or I guess too, I think of like a personal brand. Like, do you think somebody could like, my website is deannaseymore.com. Like, could somebody like essentially want to start being a rep for something, but still kind of market stuff under their own identity? Or I guess it depends on your company or like, how do you balance both things? So it definitely depends on your company. So some companies don't allow that at all. Um, Okay. Some of them don't. So that it's really important to know your policies and procedures and make sure that it's a company that you align with. Um, mm-hmm. if, if they don't allow that and you're okay with that, that's fine. But if they don't allow it and it's something you really are passionate about, then it's maybe time to look elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. but again, check the policies and procedures of your company. Um, a lot of times, and I know several women that do this is they have a landing page or a blog and they will have links on there of, I've partnered with Hamburg Chef. I've partnered mm-hmm. with Zaya. And you can see my full inventory here. And then there's a link to the replicated site. Yeah. But there's that landing page where everything's centralized and they know where Mm -hmm. everything is. Me personally, right now, I have a link tree set up that I utilize for that. So that Mm -hmm. way I don't, I don't have a full blown website at this point. I know it's coming. I know I'll have it eventually. But right now I have just a MailChimp landing page because it's free. It's easy. And I can adjust it as needed pretty quickly. Um, Yeah. But again, that's way like you do what you're able to do and build from there and it's totally fine. Um, yeah. But it's definitely, I think it's important, like bare minimum, get a link tree. They're free. Mm-hmm. You can put all your links in one, one place. And then that way, when you have a Facebook business page or you have a Facebook group, you can really make that all about you and really get to know the people in your group. And then if they want to see all the things that you're doing, they can go to your link tree and they can see all the stuff that you've got going on. They know how to find you or they shoot you a message and say, Hey, you know what? I'm ready to buy this thing that you showed this morning. How do I get, how do I do that? Yeah. And you're actually able to have yeah. a conversation with them. So you, you so basically the, the person selling has to be vulnerable and be more human. Mm-hmm. And then they also in turn, go figure, have to treat 
the people they're speaking to as humans. <laughs> Essentially, we're just going to bring it, get it, get it back to human and not like you said, copying and pasting from your upline. Totally. Like, mm-hmm. yep. like put your, put yourself into it so that people can connect with you and then maybe buy your product or maybe not, but odds are they're not going to, if you just jump off the bat with that. Exactly. Yep. Relationships first. Yes. Social before selling. Yes. I'm going to make that like a, um, like, you know, those math equations, like better than, less than, equal than. I love it. I love it. (laughs) You can say social selling, but put that little Pac-Man in the middle. I think that's great. Just made that up. (laughs) You can can use that if you want to. Just kidding. That's creepy. Um, Well, this has been so awesome. I mean, I love it because I do really struggle sometimes with like how much I love social selling. Mm-hmm. Did I say, was I saying social marketing again? I probably was. I think now I know selling. it's social. You're good. Oh, I did. <laughs> because that also makes more sense. Like the social yep. over the selling because then you yeah. like it the selling. Anyways. Okay, cool. Uh, let me just ramble out loud on my podcast. No big whoop. Um, okay. But I just like that. I like these things, AKA the social selling mm-hmm. companies. And I feel like they get a bad rap. So I think we really dove in and we just like, we're ready to fix the world. I think everybody needs to, who wants to do that needs to sign up for your coaching and get it together because I think you obviously have a lot of awesome stuff going on. I love what I've got going on. So um, I do have a free coaching group that is open to anybody in direct sales or network marketing or MLM, whatever your company calls it. I have a free group that's open. Um, we do a training every Tuesday. I call it Tuesday training, um, but we do that every week. Um, we periodically will do um, challenges where it's a little bit more in depth and detailed. So that's going to be my basic like that's open to anybody. I've got a couple guys in there that, that utilize that as well that are in direct sales and I love working with them too. Um, but my focus is definitely helping women in direct sales. I also have a membership group um, if you want a little bit more. So we do an additional training every week. We do trainings on Fridays. We do a weekly check-in. We have a monthly Zoom call. Like we've got, we do a lot in there. Um, and then I also do offer one-on-one coaching. So um, I am taking clients currently and that's definitely a very detailed, personalized, okay, let's get stuff done. Um, Mm -hmm. program that we offer. So all good stuff. All right. So before we go, also, I have to ask you my party question, my little party talk question. So my question for you is, would you rather be a host or a guest at a party? Host all the way. Um, (laughs) You're a Monica. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you ever watch Friends. I am such a Monica. It's not even funny. (laughs) Um, I love planning the theme and the menu and the decorations and making sure that everything's set and situated. Like that is, I love playing hostess, which is probably why I love direct sales so much Uh because (laughs) I get to play hostess all the time. Um, yes. and it's, it's amazing. So definitely hostess when I'm, when I'm a guest, I'm definitely in the kitchen with the host half the time anyway, but like, give me something to do. I don't want to just sit around like, yeah, let's go. So basically you're either a host or a co-host. You're never, you're never a guest. Hardly ever. Hardly <laughs> ever. Awesome. Well, Abby, thank you so much for talking to me today. It was awesome. And I'm just so glad we met on the social Absolutely. media, social selling media. Love it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. All right. Thanks, girl. Oh, man. Like I said, today is for sure a hot topic. I get it. No one likes getting those messages. But just remember that there's a human on the other side of that message, too. So it goes both ways. Don't feel pressured to buy or host a party, but be nice when you say no, because they know not what they do. And really, to the people selling, don't 
put your friends and family in that position to begin with, and it won't be awkward as all get up. Deal? Anyways, I've been guilty of it too. Like I said in the beginning, I apologize again. But if you don't know how to build a company, and the only place you know where to start is with your friends and family, I mean, it seems like a good place to start. But now, Abby's given you a ton of ideas about how to start building your social selling business like a real business from day one, with your own personality at the center of things. So if you truly build a brand and a community around your personality, I'm sure you're going to attract the perfect crowd and maybe even make a few new friends along the way so you don't have to reach out to the ones you haven't talked to since high school. Hmm. Okay, so your next step. I personally think that it's easy to start with just going live on social media. Media? Media. Just go live on social media wherever you hang out and start sharing more about you and your life. Abby's already the coffee lady, but who are you? I don't know. Maybe you're a coffee lady too. Share more about you and start to connect and grow from there. I think that sounds easy enough. What do you think? To grab all the info and links from today's episode, ooh, including Abby's Etsy shop, which I definitely am checking out. New earrings. Hello. Check out the show notes at deannaseymour.com backslash eight. See you next time. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party. And you'll get an official Imperfect Party pin in the mail. Just saying. And remember, the beauty's in the imperfections.